We're back. Yeah. Here we are. You like my new upbeat intro? We're back. We're back. Hey, everybody. We're back. Yeah. <laughs> it's the new Daniel. He got a haircut. <laughs> hey, I have one coming up. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I just want to start with that we are members of the Voice Press yes, Network. We are. Which added a new show. So if you haven't listened to a two weeks ago episode mm-hmm. with Greggy Amigial, yeah. uh, his episode, um, the Dad Fit Podcast is, or his podcast, the Dad Fit Podcast is is the newest member of of the Voice Press family. Sweet. So you should check yeah. it out. Listen to our episode. Listen to his show. It's amazing. It is um, super great. Yeah, guy. Um, yeah, totally. Like, have you ever done a spin class, Daniel? Uh, uh, no, I, so <laughs> I don't know who's ever looked at me and been like that guy probably. No, does spin I, I mean, so I didn't get to say this during that time, but I went to one spin class, and this was whenever I was mountain biking a whole lot. And I thought, yeah, I've got this. I did not got that. I also was the furthest away from the door that you could be, and I thought, I'm gonna puke. I'm gonna puke. I'm gonna puke, or I'm just gonna quit. But I couldn't quit, and you can't coast on those bikes because if the pedals are turning. There's a wheel that's turning. If that wheel, the weighted wheel is turning, the pedals are turning. So I couldn't stop. And uh, you kind of made this sound like a no. What, I, what, what I'm saying <laughs> is like for someone to be able to motivate someone to be able to push themselves to go to that class a lot. He's a winner in my book. So yeah, enjoy. No, it's a he, great. Po- yeah, he's an all around a great yes. guy. But Wonderful check episode. out our episode with him. Yep. Check out his episodes of his own. Mm-hmm. Uh, show because it's 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 yeah, great. I yeah, really enjoy yeah. it, um, and he's just like such a fun personality. Uh, but yeah, anyway, voicepress.com. You can find us. You can find Dad Fit. You can find Go Rogue. There's tons of shows. Yeah, the Adoptive yeah. Mom. Um, so be sure to swing by and check that out there as yes. well. Uh, with that being said, mm-hmm. you know who we need to thank. For keeping us on the air, um, for keeping this thing going, certain Patreon supporters, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Let's thank some of the top ones in no particular in order not, because no order. I lost that ability somehow. Right. Well, you know, <laughs> it doesn't matter. We're we're changing it up. So thank you, Saria, Chelsea, Shelley, Jennifer, Brian, Travis, Tyler, Jeremy, Lindsay, Jesse, Sean, Kathy, Holly, Cindy. Allison and Brian. Thank you. Yeah. And of course, there's other people that uh, support as well. You can support us for as little as a dollar a month. You get mm-hmm. access to special content. Aaron and I have been a little remiss and should probably throw out some extra content for you guys. So we'll put our mm-hmm. brains together and come up with something cool. Yes. Um, we're still waiting for poetry I know. reviews to show up on iTunes yep. or just in my inbox. We had, I mean, just write me some poetry. We did have a review, but it wasn't worded and it was not poetic. So. It wasn't worded. No, they didn't write. They what didn't write anything. Oh, it was just right. stars. It was just stars. Hey, you can give five stars. I'm well, cool with that. Bring on um, the five stars. Yes. <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash look what I did. Um so yeah. this episode is a bit of a throwback. It is. Uh we recorded some stuff before COVID happened. Mm-hmm. Um we and and we recorded this episode before that. With the idea that like there would kind of be some follow-up stuff, and yeah. uh, so, I mean, I guess it's no secret, you're already reading the title, so we recorded <laughs> this with Shay, right? And um, and I was kind of holding it, because it became this kind of uh, 
when is he going to be able to reopen and mm-hmm. when is level two opening? Um, we, we, in this episode, we kind of discussed the idea of doing like, uh, this big get together there. And obviously, you know, that kind of, yeah, had to put the brakes on that, yeah. but I, yeah. but I would love to. Same. Um, so the, this show's a little weird because it, it, it definitely dates itself bizarrely. Like we actually refer to like upcoming birthdays and that's the <laughs> month of March and, um, yeah. Hannah Victoria's episode, uh-huh. you know, there's just some kind of, so it feels a little delayed. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it, it, Shay's been able to reopen, mm-hmm. um, the arcade there. I, I'm sure if you've been on social media, you saw that, um, this woman in Springdale, I think kind of started a fundraiser to help out and it, it just did incredibly yes. well. Yes. Um, yes. just such a great outpouring from the community for Shay. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so this kind of becomes this really opportune moment to, hey, maybe you saw this, um, maybe you're a fan of of the retro arcade, uh, and here is an hour of just sitting and talking with the guy behind that magic. Yeah. And so I think timing actually bizarrely worked out really well. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely walk away with, man, I just want to hang out with Shay all the time, like yeah. just like possibly like the best hearted human being on the planet. And I don't mean disrespect to anybody else, but there's just this like warmth and generosity that emanates from him in the most Zen possible way. Mm -hmm. And you, and you hear it in this episode. Um, And then he and I kind of had a a little bit of a bizarre, like, Oh, we were Uber nerds together back in the day (laughs) and had crossed paths. And Mm -hmm. so you definitely hear, uh, me at my nerdiest, probably, or at least about my nerdiest. Um, but it, it was kind of this cool, very like how the fabric of this thing all kind of intertwines over mm-hmm. the years. Um, so this episode was a ton of fun for me to listen back to because it's also been long enough that I couldn't remember all of the content, right? right? right. Um, so anyway, uh, we've we've had some pretty long intros the last couple episodes, but uh, this is just a chance to sit and listen to just a person that that brings a true Willy Wonka like oh, magic man. to the area. He's genuinely so, excited about what he does in every a hundred percent every par- yeah. every bit of the way. And yes, I think what makes it cr- like he's he's excited about what you're doing. Yep. Like he almost doesn't even mm-hmm. like his thing is just a thing he's doing, but like he's super excited about you, yeah. whoever you are, and whatever you're doing. Very true. Um, yeah, it's just. He just emanates support mm-hmm. and warmth and yeah. uplifting. It's yeah. it's just very great. giving so, guy. Yeah. Yeah. Without further ado, Mr. Shea. Enjoy. Um, let's All start right. with who you are and what you do. Are you guys recording already? Yeah, we've been recording for yeah. a while. It's how we roll That's into how we warm soft, up, gentle. You know? <laughs> yeah. 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 It just sneaks up on you. How did we start? I completely... Uh, just who you are and what you do. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm Shay. I'm the nerd who runs the arcade in town, specifically the 80s retro arcade, Arcadia Retrocade. Which is one of my favorite places yeah, to spend cool. birthdays. I'll take We that. had a neighbor kid that like did a birthday party there because I didn't even think about being able to do that. And... Mm. uh so I went and I was like, this is like, I just need to have my birthdays at retro. <laughs> Actually, my birthday's coming up. That's what I should do. We could. Done. Sold. There we go. I'm going to run it out for a birthday. Well, Can't I have do. a friend. So we interviewed a guy and his episode never came out because our audio was still really, really bad. Oh, shoot. But he builds motorcycles. Yeah. And yeah, he yeah, yeah. did the show yeah. at the, yep. Uh, I can't think of the gentleman's name, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that was fun as hell. 
That was fantastic. The Taylor. The Taylor, yeah, that's right. Taylor Henschel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So one day we'll redo his episode. But that was like my biggest regret is missing that bike show because mm. that was just the coolest backdrop for yep. lots and lots and lots had. and lots and lots of sexy motorcycles. Yeah. He's yep. an amazing builder. Yep. He's a cool guy. One up, one up, one moto, up moto garage. garage. Yeah. He's living in like a, some central Arkansas town right now while his girlfriend finishes like college or something. And sure. then whatever it takes. Back. But yeah, he's a super cool guy. I'm sure his skills will stay honed. Yeah. It's, well, he's uh, still working mm-hmm. on stuff, but mm. yeah, he's, I don't see him as often anymore. It's Am I the only sad. one who ever does this Skyrim thing, the Elder Scrolls thing, where you feel like, I feel like if I go to sleep or go to prison, I'll lose some skill points. I'll I'll wake up six days later and I will forget how to drive or something. <laughs> I mean, Am I the only person who does bear, that? Because of- but shouldn't sleeping recharge <laughs> and like rest up? It, it does, doesn't it? When you sleep, you then you and, yeah, and, and, and you better. build up your experience until you sleep, right. and then you and wake then up you and you're like, up. oh, suddenly I can right. break locks, and suddenly I can hmm. uh, use the shield better, but. Also, isn't it when you go? Maybe it's when you just go to prison. Maybe that's your punishment for I doing feel the like naughty, sleeping should not naughty be a stuff. Thing, well, when you go to, but, but but that's how you. So if you go to prison, isn't it? Then you, you lose. You, yeah. you can either break out um, or you right. sleep off your. Um, <laughs> I was doing air quotes to listeners who <laughs> can't see. Noise. We see it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but, um, yeah. You're right, but and then you so you fall asleep and it's like oh you've lost five skill points in whatever blacksmithing. Darn I feel it. like if you go I shouldn't to jail, have stolen probably... those apples. Well, you should lose some skill points, but then gain yeah. skill points in like pickpocketing and, 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 and surviving shift prison. building. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm yeah. a shift builder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. right. Small weapons. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Pointy sticks. Yeah. Yep. But you'll probably lose in like cooking and flower picking. Flower picking, but you'll gain in outside. sleeping on piles of hay. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 And mm-hmm. male on male cuddling, speaking <laughs> to other NPCs. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, there we go. What? <laughs> so back sort of on point. Because ah, I'm very, I've actually been looking forward to this conversation. Mm-hmm. Let's go. What? <laughs> what made you decide to do a retro arcade? Unemployment. Like birds. Okay. All right. That was a short answer. Yep. <clears throat> but that's the true answer to a lot of people think I'm just BSing them. Right. I censored myself. Notice. Um, yeah, good job. You're welcome. <laughs> Beep. For later. We're family friendly. I do yeah, my a lot darndest of not think to just go- banana <laughs> slipping them. Well, I do. No, I do occasionally. Mm. You can ask. Oh, me. that sounds bad. That's actually worse. That goes back to the prison thing. <laughs> Wait. I like how Jenny covered it. It made it worse. <laughs> we, haven't, we haven't said anything bad. Well, Unemployment. like a banana peel. Right. Um, <laughs> I think I just dodged Heather a double entendre. <laughs> Hmm. Yep. So what just happened? <laughs> yep. So yeah. unemployment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people go through unemployment. Yep. I myself have at times unceremoniously ended employment at a sure. place and did not launch uh, an arcade. Sure. Oh. So I think like to me, <clears throat> I, I would assume that that dream is kind of in the back of your head. I mean, you couldn't have, unless you just had a house full of arcade machines, you're like, I've got to make money somehow. I guess I'll sell tickets. Right. So that is another um, occasional misconception that people have of me is about me is that sometimes they think, oh, well, tell us your story. Tell us you mm-hmm. must be the kind of nerd who had a basement full of video games. No, in fact, uh, I am a highly qualified nerd in all sorts of uh, aspects and uh, dimensions of the nerdosphere. Did not know a damn thing about them. 
I, I yeah. didn't own a single game. I've, I've coveted a gauntlet machine a time or two. Right. right? Oh, yeah. In fact, my, me and my guys and I often uh, would fantasize and, 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 and tell one another that that would be the one if you had $800 because when we were 14, that was a lot of money. Right. If you had $800, wouldn't you buy a gauntlet machine? Oh, hell yeah. My gosh. That would be the one game to buy. That was our game. Mm-hmm. And um, so occasionally a fantasy would crop up um, in our those those murky college years or those early adulthood years where where this this is kind of this is this is remotely possible. We could stumble upon an arcade game out in the wild somewhere and we would buy a gauntlet and everyone would come over and you jerks would never leave. We would sit and play gauntlet all night. And then we would never get our D&D campaign finished because of that. Or it would inspire it and fuel even greater levels and heights of magical, um, mystical, fantastical D&D-ness or whatever it was that we were playing at the time. But yeah, so we're, I'm an RP nerd, a video game nerd, and et cetera, et cetera, comic book nerd, but uh, movie nerd. But um, didn't know a darn thing about actual arcades, arcade games, electronics, but um, after um, a brief stint in my 11 months of unemployment, I thought, well, why the hell not? Why not? I, I, at my previous job, before I had quit, I, I, I don't suppose y'all need the entire life story, but I mean, you can I, tell. Yeah. This is I was, your stage. Is it? Upon yeah. which to choreograph so, your life stance. Lovely thing for you people to do to me, to give, yeah. to give <laughs> no, me a voice. Been, it's good. Yeah, I'm... I, I mean, it's a, maybe a fairly interesting story to mm-hmm. people who are um, who walk in that nerdosphere with us. Right. But so after about, so I had a pretty decent gig. I was managing a place down on Dixon Street, had a couple of different bosses, the two owners of the place I was managing, and um, one of whom was the sort of nitty gritty nose to the grindstone business type perfectly right. perfectly uh, decent gentleman uh, but the other guy was the the friend the the, the the face and the let's let's hang out let's talk i want to hear what you think about what's away you know so i had a pretty good get going on fairly stressful but um but decent guys to to work for mm-hmm. and uh knew what i was doing was paid fairly well same sort of job I'd done for the past dozen years, um, so nothing too exciting, nothing that was blowing my skirt up or anything. But, um, um, and then, uh, I mean, I guess I, I, I could, I could put this in, 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 in the greater context. If your listeners are interested, um, certainly many of them have experienced what we call life. Yeah, some of <laughs> oh, them yeah. have <laughs> likely experienced uh, death. Uh, that, that goes hand in hand with um, it's a dual citizenship. It's a passport that uh, that uh, most of us don't like to travel into that other part. But um, mm-hmm. my wife uh, was diagnosed with stage four breast cancer right after we got married, and that was in two thousand and two. Mm-hmm. Now that's a story and a podcast and another hour or two in and of itself because that is an incredibly not blowing smoke uh, or or trying to. To, to to dress it up, that was an incredibly harrowing situation. Um, but she, whereas she was given uh, the most optimistic prognosis in 2002 was for six months to live. And um, 
she survived until 2015. Yeah. <clears throat> now back, so, so so flashback to, so that tells you how much of a badass she right, was right. and how much of a fighter she was and how fierce she was. Utterly remarkable. Un, t- t- well, to me, it's a, it's a guy who happened to fall in love with her and, and talk her into to getting married was the most amazing human being I've ever met in my life. Right. Um, uh, much less, the, never mind also the, in addition to that, the most powerful, independent, fierce, um, badass woman yeah. uh, whom I'd ever spent any amount of time with, much less convinced to get married. We were in the hospital. It was a fairly catastrophic something or other. I, it, it happened so many times since 2002. I, I don't even remember precisely what it was that put us in the hospital at that time. It was another tumor. but um, So she needed some surgery. She needed some, some, proce- some procedure. We were in ICU for a day or two back up in the room. And I just woke up the fourth day in the hospital and texted both of my bosses. Like, guys, y'all are awesome. I appreciate it. I'm out. Can't do it. Yeah. And they were so sweet about it, so very respectful. And like, hey, man, we get it. I totally get it. Thanks for everything. Give us a few weeks so we can figure out some chump to put in, in your place. I said, yeah, great. I'll even help train the chump that you put in my place. <laughs> so that happened. Yeah. And that worked out. And so essentially what happened, long story short, too late, um, I jumped without a net. Yeah. <clears throat> So, and that was right toward the holidays. In fact, that was right toward the end of November, uh, beginning of December, coming up on the 10th anniversary of her diagnosis, I think it was. So it mm-hmm. would have been 20, sorry, it would have been ninth. it would have been 2011 because we opened the arcade right. yeah. in, we opened the arcade in 2012. So, so 2011, I jumped and then wrote out the holidays and was like, what the heck am I doing? I censored myself again. <laughs> Good, you're um, doing a great job. Yes. Thanks. <laughs> I try. I try. Um, and um, after a couple of three months of sort of like, what the crap is going on? What am I doing? How could I do this? I've, I have, we, you know, we have a mortgage to pay. We have medical bills. We have chemo to go to every week. And that's, you know, terribly expensive. Now, and we knew how to navigate the system, fortunately, because I, both of us, it, you know, it helped that literally everybody in this town, including certainly everybody in the medical profession who we met, fell in love with my wife right off right. the bat. So that helped. So we navigated through the system such that we were able to get the help and the understanding and the um, sort of compassion that we needed to um, manage what was, you know, initially four grand a week going to chemo, you know, 50 grand for barely a month in the hospital, the very first stent. Never mind the eight or nine thousand dollar surgery, and then four or five grand for starting the radiation and getting all that stuff sorted out, which was literally life and death. It's like it, you know, if you don't do this, you are dead. Right. So we just did it. Yeah, you it's know? not a choice. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, there is no choice. Right. You simply survive. You do whatever you right. possibly can do um, to survive. So. So I, I felt a little foolish and a little sort of not ashamed, but sort of a little uh, down on myself for not being able to, for just quitting. I didn't know really what I was doing, honest to God. I didn't know what I was doing. Um, but it more or less paid off because after a few months, and, and my dad, who is the other person in my life, uh, apart from my wife, in addition to my wife, rather, who has 
kept me going all these years and been just the awesomest badass dude you would ever hope to have at your back and he happened to be my old man um so what he said hey listen he said i trust you you'll figure something out let me help out i i mean our mortgage payment is to this day still and at the time was barely 650 bucks i mean it didn't cost us a thousand dollars to live right so that you know we doable we, amount right yeah, we yeah. never had a chance to have kids because of the cancer right and so with the two of us and a few pets pretty manageable but after a few months i thought whoa what the hell am i doing i'm making a face guys yeah. what the <laughs> hell am i Thinking doing comes through yeah uh, and i thought wait a minute wait a minute and so i dialed it back to a day that and y'all will be able to relate many of you uh i was at my job the one that i just described quitting to my very gracious uh hosts bosses uh, y'all are my hosts those were my <laughs> bosses yeah, my we're employers not bosses. We're, we're not paying you for this so that's all right <laughs> just don't well, quit until it's over yeah yeah right Let's, yeah so <clears throat> let us train the next guy before you <laughs> uh, approve right bella <laughs> so I was at my day job. I had done all my nonsense for the day and was awaiting the rest of the influx of, excuse me, nonsense. I just was slamming a um, very D&D strongbow hard cider <laughs> to those wondering why I'm burping into the microphone. Not sponsored. Apologize. Yeah. <laughs> sponsored now. Take, yeah. take that, capitalism. I guess kind of sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> I had to say strongbow because for God's sakes, it does sound like a D&D character. It really, it's yeah. It's Strongheart, I think, is the guy's name. Strongheart is the, yes. the, 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 the dude with the locks and the, the wavy, uh, frilly, plumed but helmet. Strongbow's like a good like, tavern name. Strongbow's a good a, tavern right, name for like, like yeah. a half-elven... Oh, yeah. Strongbow the Half-Elven. You've got to talk to yeah. Strongbow the Half-Elven. Mm, He'll take you to the cathedral. I found my so, new D&D DM, by the way. Yeah. Done. I'm in, man. Names it's been a while. Um, <laughs> let's do it. Let's go. Uh, first edition. <laughs> red box. I, I am, Original I'm red box. Supposedly in the process of playing through every edition of D&D <laughs> with the group I play with. Hell yeah. There's some improvements that come over time. but There, first are. Edition, there are. First edition has its... Well, this is an Aaron's out if we talk about this too much, but <laughs> that's all right. Once, yeah. Although Have you, you and Hannah went on a weird rabbit hole on Japanese anime that I was lost. I just yeah. sat here and oh, was well. like, uh, good. uh, what is happening right now? It's all good. good. Also, who is this man to my right that I thought I've known for 30 years who all of a sudden knows <laughs> all this random stuff? Suddenly well, you like find close. out he's addicted to Ergo <laughs> no. Proxy or nope. he's like, right? He's addicted to serial experiments lane and you're like, oh my God, hmm. what is going on with this guy? I don't know what that means, guy? but I assume it's terrible, Aaron. I can't believe you. No, it's I fab- thought you were more pious than that. can neither confirm nor deny, yeah. <laughs> so back to the real <laughs> story. Multifaceted. Yeah. Multifaceted men. So... Back to the real story. Where were we? It was the, our um, story. That was, yeah. We I utterly like, de- didn't want to take free, utterly derailed it. A free living situation <clears throat> or a helped out living situation. Well, so I had help, and right. um, uh, and it was not as you know, it was not unreasonable. But you're not going to sit there your whole you know rest of your life and mooch off of your father who already spent untold uh, riches raising Contrary you to my son's personal plan right now though. right <laughs> let's get this kid a phone yeah. dial now i'm gonna tell support... him like even shay one day went out <laughs> on his own <laughs> at the ripe old age of 13 harlan there you go Listeners, please dial now to contribute <laughs> to the get a phone for this kid so he can <laughs> go on a field trip. <laughs> and um, hang up. Yeah. I thought you were going to tell him to call DHS. <laughs> <laughs> then we'll give you a phone either ends up. Yeah. 
It's a different D&D <laughs> yeah. game altogether. I, I, I do now remember I was mm. at my, at the previous right. men, previously right. mentioned day job. I had done all my nonsense. And uh, so in other words, I wasn't completely just burning, well, a little bit, burning the clock up. Um, looking at YouTube as one does sometimes on those uh, lunch know, breaks those yeah. very few yeah. You're 15 minutes here, definitely taking, oh yeah. definitely it was only a few minutes legally mandated know. yeah <laughs> working my ass off the rest That's why of YouTube the day videos are 15 minutes or less i think right i believe they are closer <laughs> to 10 yes yeah well i recalled i recalled seeing this video about this guy who had an arcade up in new jersey somewhere mm-hmm. and he had an arcade that was stocked with this beautiful beautiful video I, I have not since been able to actually go back and track this guy down so i, I promise i'm not making this up and it's not I'm not trying to be disingenuous about crediting this person um I should have looked him up since um had a had an arcade full of old like 50s and 60s electromechanical machines right like the old tin moving parts and they shoot the little light up and everything and rifles and stuff just a really neat looking setup and you know barely you know, a thousand square foot uh, place with probably 15 machines all packed together tightly, everything brightly lit and perfectly maintained. Right. And he gives, uh, you know, personalized little tours for $12 an hour. And I thought, Oh, wait a minute. No, that guy's onto something that makes sense. You, 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 you collect, he has this collection of machines. He puts them all together, um, and provides a sort of personalized service. And it's super expensive because for God's sakes, he's right on the, Right up there in New Jersey, New York, right, right. Uh, by New York City, and um, has essentially what is like paying to get into a museum, yeah, an mm-hmm. interactive museum. Anyway, so 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 then flash forward six, eight, twelve months, or however long it was after I'd been unemployed for a few months into 2012, and I thought, what the hell? Why couldn't somebody do that here? Nobody's done that around here. They've done if there's one up in Springfield, there's one up in Chicago, there's mm. one down in Florida, there's one up in Oregon. They all have different facets to Alameda their. Alameda has a pinball museum that's amazing. You're right, right. See, mm. I you know, one of my guys had heard of one that was up in Denver that mm. the guy had a really Kraken collection and just you pay to come in and then he had some little burgers and beer on the side and all that stuff. I thought, no, 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 you don't complicate it. Just why couldn't you do? So I just started poking around um flash forward you know found a guy guy who ran the sonic franchise yeah. in stillwater oklahoma is so that the, the one guy that, who owns there's a sonic still well probably right <laughs> it's like, well there's a st- from oklahoma <clears throat> maybe yeah. there's a still well and a still water i'm trying to remember it's still, still waters on the far side of oklahoma city mm-hmm. so i called him up it was craigslist this is a craigslist thing and he's he said yeah yeah i've got a dozen games do you want them I said, well, yeah, how much? He said, you know, a couple hundred bucks each. I said, okay, give me a minute. And so I went down the streets to a place that is no longer there and rented a 17-foot U-Haul truck from my dude Hussein. And I told him what I was doing, and he said, oh, you're crazy. I love it. Go for it. So I drove this U-Haul truck down to Stillwater and pulled into the Sonic, and the guy was like, yeah, 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 hey, dude, yeah. And of course, he's like 26 or something. It's like yeah. this young hot shot with this <laughs> super pretty girlfriend or whatever, and he's mm-hmm. like, dude, yeah, come on, man, let's go. I'm right down the street. Like, okay, sure, give me a minute. I got, I'm still figuring out how to drive this damn truck. So I pulled down this, and, he, and he's got this um, house with uh, three or four incredibly smoking hot sports cars parked mm-hmm. out front. Mm-hmm. So this guy's managed 
to, to do all right, He's doing all right for yeah. himself. Mm-hmm. And so he had this little man shed back in the back. But it's so funny. It's one of these guys who their collection and their stuff is just meticulously maintained. Just absolutely be, no way that he didn't sink tons of money into many yeah. people's annual incomes yeah. into his sort of side hobbies i'm not judging i'm just saying he was yeah. perfectly super nice dude but the house was such a wreck it was so weird <laughs> it was like it was like a sort of um sling blade kind of set with the kids running around and the neighbors and the who is that grandma or aunt or somebody can i you know I've no, again, no judgment. It was just such an mm-hmm. interesting, I'll never forget that sort of perfectly friendly people, but just a strange lifestyle. Mm. And so we go back to the shed back in the back and he's got a dozen arcade games in there. Yeah. And he says, yeah, get your dolly out. I'll help you, you know, wheel them around. So we wheel these machines across this bumpy, bumpy yard, Rudy stuff and dog poop everywhere and puddles. And so we finally get everything loaded up and I'm just exhausted. And I give him whatever it was, you know, a couple grand or whatever. I don't know, you know, 1,200. How many, what did I say? 12, yeah, a couple hundred machines. machines yeah. So 2,400 yeah. bucks or 2,000 bucks, whatever. Yeah, but I think I gave yeah. him a, a solid, just even like 2,000. And he's like, he's like, hey man. And, and, and so afterward, and like I said, perfectly nice, super nice kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Afterwards he says, hey man, I really appreciate it. Um, oh, oh, he had a, at the time he had, there was one game that I didn't buy because I, I just, I needed to hold back a little bit on the money and the whatever. Yeah. And he had an uh, Aerosmith's Revolution X that I didn't buy at the time. We've since found one. Mm-hmm. But um, so that was all he was left with. It was, it was a pool table and his Revolution X. <laughs> and he said, um, hey, man, I really appreciate it. Um, this is going to help pay for my dad's surgery he just had. And I said, holy crap, man. Yeah, you didn't mention that. He said, well, yeah, well, it's nobody's business. But I, I really appreciate it. I'm just kind of trying to help my dad out. So I'm selling all my cool stuff. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. It's like, damn, wow. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what a super nice guy. Yeah. And now I have since emailed them um, uh, a few times, a, 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 a few different occasions afterwards, once we got the actual arcade up and running and right. invited them to come out and they never did. But right. I did reach out a couple of times yeah. and be like, dude, we finally, we did it. It's all Here's a up. picture of your machines. We can't believe blah, blah, blah. Thanks. Wow. So. So then, so I'm so then I'm driving back with this rattly truck full of old arcade <laughs> games. Like, what the hell am I doing? So I just pulled in on the spot and found a storage unit right down from where the arcade is. Yeah. And um, she's like, "Oh, what are you doing?" And I'm like, "I don't know. I'm opening an arcade, I guess." And um, a few months later, eventually found the spot, and that was a bit of a harrowing back and forth. Too it literally took about four months to negotiate. Yep. The deal, but we that the, the our the my inner real estate whisperer just sort of took over and it worked and we got a spot that was, it was a win-win. I mean, they made, they, they sold a spot that had been empty for literally nine years or something. Yeah. You know, and I'm glad to see that shop. was your, actually oh, getting a makeover because yeah. it was mm-hmm. the great thing about it was you could get a physical brick and mortar spot for very little money. Yep. But it's not like, it's had its ups and downs, right? As a yeah, 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 right. with traffic and those types of things. It was half also, dead for yeah. years. Um, yeah. Cause I looked yeah. for a spot there at one point and it, it was like, yeah. well, it's affordable, but right. Like there, were, it was, st- it was still a little too much and mm-hmm. too much space for what we were trying to do. Mm-hmm. But, um, 
I'm glad the parking lot's getting fixed. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're it's... almost done. Now, that's been needed since the 60s. That's been... Yeah, I was going to say, <gasps> well, since so... maybe the creation of the planet. Like, <laughs> yeah. Right. Like... You know, it's, and it's really funny. The shopping center that we are in for local listeners is Evelyn Hills, and it was the first, quote, strip mall. I did my little air yeah. quotes again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you got to put this... Showbiz Pizza in yep. it. Showbiz Pizza was there. Yep. Uh, eventually, the corporate stuff and that was Chuck E. Cheese. Mm-hmm. The spot that we are in, when I was a little dude, and I have two older brothers who are six, eight years older than I, so they used to take me with them when I was little, and they would go to the spot that the arcade is in now was Sound Warehouse back in the day. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So um, I have albums and cassette tapes in the arcade on display and in our collection uh, for play that were bought by my big brother's in that in spot when it was out there. That's so cool. But That's a cool. little little meta maybe, a little trippy, but mm-hmm. um but yeah, you know, and it, Sound Warehouse, I mean, that was, you know, back in the day, that was where and you could rent videos there. It was the only place we we just had a comic convention this weekend and yep. I met a bunch of the cast of Twin Peaks and hung out with some really really cool fellow Twin Peaks devotees and addicts and um uh, uh validated Sound Warehouse their VHS rental section as the only place in town you could rent a copy of Industrial Symphony Number no. 1 by David Lynch on VHS. Hmm. Talking about deer. There's your callback. Wow. <laughs> that have you ever seen it? <clears throat> oh, yeah. Julie Cruz, giant floating weird like skinned deer in this like yeah, never mind. Don't look okay. it up, folks. <laughs> what was it again? Early David Lynch, <laughs> Industrial Symphony Number no. One. Mm. But anyway, you know, so what a cool, you know, sound warehouse. And then it was education station for the longest time, and then it was right. like a thrift store or something. And it was just dead, and it was just empty, mm. yeah. as the shopping center was for quite a while. But the guys that we rented from, when we rented from them, were kind of just trying to uh, perpetually unload the place, and they were just kind of fed up with it. Yeah, um, it's perfectly nice folks perfectly serviceable gave me a damn good deal they're one of the only reasons we were able to pull off what we did Mm -hmm. because we got such an incredibly dirt cheap deal on the rent right well i didn't work in hotels for a dozen years to learn that it's better to make 60 bucks on a hotel room on a on a 100 hotel room than to make nothing on a 100 hotel room does that make yep so why don't you give me a deal Get the place filled and let me sign a year or two. And if it doesn't take, it doesn't take. What at least you filled your spot. Yeah. You're not mm-hmm. you're not gonna make a lot of money off of me, but I'm reliable. I'm gonna pay my rent and I'm gonna bring more people to the shopping center. And sure enough, that's exactly what happened. Um so in other and, and and then you know, and it took a few months to negotiate that deal and then to sort of figure out we've got to redo the electrical in this place, we've mm-hmm. got to spruce it up, we've got to do something, we've got to at least paint the the dang place. And so yeah. we did a little bit of that, mm-hmm. uh, a little spit and shine and whatever. And in the meantime, <clears throat> got the collection of arcade games up to about fifty. Wow. I, I think we had fifty four or fifty five machines at the time that we opened, fifty working on the floor. And uh, of course, you know. One or two of them broke down literally the day that we opened. You know what I miss? What do you miss? I miss going to the arcade, and I'm so glad it's open. <laughs> yep. I miss human interaction. Oh, I was just wishing I could do some stuff. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I love this episode. Yeah. It just it 
it it feels like a little bit of a time capsule in a weird way mm-hmm. but it's so warm and um it just it's a feel good yeah. one i think in a lot of ways uh but yeah if you haven't had a chance the arcadia retrocade is the actual name i always call it the retrocade yep. but um arcadia retrocade so arcadia it's in uh the evelyn hill shopping center um you know he's back open again it is five dollars play all day which is insane we talk about in this episode anytime i went to an arcade as a kid i definitely spent more than five dollars then you know yes um so five dollars for all you can play all day Mm -hmm. is absurdly cheap right it's like it's like a dime store actually still exists yeah you know like, it's like <laughs> traveling back in time to buy gasoline <laughs> yeah um, it's five what yeah so definitely you know like if if your comfort level's there you should absolutely go check it out mm-hmm. uh go spend time there if you haven't been there if you have been there um now's the time to go back uh say hi to shay but uh totally like if, if you're there take a photo of yourself and your friends mm-hmm. tag us on instagram um yeah, so that that's my pitch for the middle of the of the yeah. ish point is like just go check it out. It's, it's Do back it. open Do and, it. and we all kind of need to get out and stretch our legs mm-hmm. and be around people in a, in a safe environment. It's, so, and I promise you, Shay is taking your safety and health seriously very because much it so. matters yes. to him. Yes. So, um, if you're going to be in a position where you're kind of around other people and you're you're out in an environment and maybe you haven't been doing that for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can assure you that sh- nobody takes your health more seriously than yourself, your mom, and, and Shay. Yeah, yeah, he's in the top three. <laughs> so, yep. Um, yeah. All right, with that, I guess, back, back to at it. Shay. And I'll just, I'll never forget that day, of course, it was... Um, and you can I suppose scroll back on our Facebook page um, if you have that patience and there was just so many people showed up that just day one and we didn't have any curtains and the sun was just blasting in the front windows and it was just brightly lit and it was just looked so fun it was just it was just so everyone was in such a good mood yeah. like oh my gosh this mm-hmm. is really slick this is really cool oh my gosh i'm playing pac-man and <laughs> it just from there it just took off it just made mm-hmm. sense it just people got what it was that we were because yeah. it hits that doing sweet. yeah we were talking not too long i don't know if it was you and i or somebody else like where is the place to congregate yeah that isn't a bar or a coffee shop Point? right sure. like you don't have like the record store you don't sure. have a Hastings or like one of the, right. like Barnes and Noble is probably the, the closest thing you still have. So can I, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so when we were, when we were dudes back in the nineties or whatever, when we were a-holes and, and those yeah. murky college years, the late high school years, even mm-hmm. we would go congregate at Hastings. We would go to right. Hastings mm-hmm. and look at all the, or sound warehouse, go to sound yeah. warehouse or go yeah. to, or, or, or Hastings and look at, look at all the CDs that we couldn't afford. Look at all yep. the magazines that we yep. didn't want to buy. Look at all the D and D manuals that we couldn't afford, but somebody had, we borrow these later tonight <laughs> and then we wouldn't buy a damn thing, but we could, they didn't care. We wandered yep. around the store for a few hours and maybe rent a movie and then go over to so-and-so's house. Mm-hmm. But everyone would meet up in that parking lot mm-hmm. Because well, because there was also the movie theater there. Yep. So, um, but um, f- flash forward a few years, and so now Evelyn Hills has kind of come back to life, and then 
the place where Hastings was, the, I don't know if I should call them out, but Fiesta Square Shopping yeah. Center kind of started to die. And now yeah. it's finally kind of coming back now. Yeah, thank mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. So good for them or whatever. And so, you know, it's nice to see that stuff come around. And then, you know, so that was 20. So we opened in um, 11, 10, 12 is how I remember. It. Right, it was, right. It was November 10th, 2012, the day we opened. And so here we are in whatever the hell it is, 2020. And so we have a new you know, landlord and we really lucked out. He's a really good guy. Jacked our rent up a little bit, but that's what you do when you spend a bunch of money on a shopping center in the middle yeah, of the Yeah, he is giving it. Yeah. At yeah. least you're getting he's something totally, for the increased rent, oh, right? Like heck yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We really, yeah. we really, I'm not just blowing smoke. We, we hit the lottery with this guy. But um, to your point earlier, I have to give a little call back to your listeners who listened in when uh, Hannah was here. Yeah. That episode hasn't come out yet, but it will come out before this one. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so there you go. And um, those of you who will be familiar with her from then the podcast, yeah, or from when she cosplays at conventions and such, I'll, I I will not forget this. Um, she, she's such a badass. But the first year that we were open, we decided to st- we're going to stay open late on New Year's. And we had a lot of people, we had a lot of takers. We had 30, 40 people stay late and stay until midnight and we stayed up and it paid off. It was fun. Mm -hmm. We've kind of set a tradition. So we do it every year. And, um, my counterpart and my right hand and my first mate, et cetera, however you want to describe him. One of my buddies that we went to, I didn't didn't know him since childhood, but knew him since high school. Um, was working, running the place right now so I can hang out and be here. Uh, Larry, he, um, he's a super great guy I've known for a long time. I there really we like go. him. Yeah. Shout out. So, yep. um, and, and, a fellow, and has his own podcast. Well, a fellow is, podcaster. That's yeah. right. He's, uh, a couple podcasts really actually terribly ta- talented. Yeah. So, um, diary of an arcade employee and the, the Saturday frights is the one that I really like. Yeah. I really get into his taste on old horror movies He's, and old black and white. It's, I haven't I listened to that one it. yet, but I the diary of an arcade employee yeah. and it's a great, it's it's, it's a fun. well done show. It's really good. Okay, no it's it's very find it. it's very well produced. He, yeah. he very he, he puts his everything in the, into it. He's a meticulous um, guy. It's very meticulous and um, wants to feed you all of his love of the subjects that of which he's talking. Yeah, and he's very good at that. He's he's very good at communicating all that stuff. Um, <clears throat> So he every year I brought I bring him up because every year it started that that very first year he on a whim brought an old package of great blue dini Kool Aid, and that's a discontinued flavor. Uh, mm. Great blue dini he was like this little magician yep, looking yep. dude, right? Yeah. And so he my my guy had a freaking you know. 28 year old 32 year old package of kool-aid <laughs> and we made it and drank it and then it became a tradition now so every year and he so he's had we've since run he's he's run out of his original stash that he's had saved for whatever reason mm-hmm. so he since has to go out and source it because like he but he it. has all these contacts on the internet now thanks to all of the, for, for thanks to the um the the um Good grief! I'm drawing a blank. Well, the retroist who he, for oh, whom oh, for whom yeah, he used to his, write, and then now it's it's right. it's the um, pop culture retro rama, and yeah. uh, you know good stuff. And but he has all these contacts out there all across mm-hmm. the country, and so they send him great blue dini. There. Oh my gosh! Anyway, it's just it's you know a, how it's much a, of that I used to make Romulan ale when my friends would come over. That's it right there. <laughs> right. I would okay. Use it to make it Romulan ale. <laughs> all right. Listen up, nerds. It is Romulan ale as well. 
Tron pure source because oh. in the Tron movie they drink from this stream yes. of the quote pure source. What? There go my air quotes. That's again. such a good idea. And it's that, it may be kind of cool stuff. <laughs> no, 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 it's great. No, we did the same thing because by God, I told you I was a qualified nerd. I was in friggin' Starfleet when I was in high school, and we right. <laughs> yes, <clears throat> I still have my badge and all that. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, man. And um, we did Romulan ale one day. Yes. And that's, I'm sure it was freaking, uh, you know, Kool-Aid. It was whatever. Yeah. This is a weird question. Were you on the USS Vanguard? The hell yeah, man. That was my ship too. We were in the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So evil with, Ed, Bob with Bob and Bob and Bill yes, and Evil, evil Ed. As kids. Evil Ed. Or, I was the, yeah. the, so they dubbed me the happiness officer because evidently I was just um, uh, terminally cheerful. I actually remember and, that title. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know that. I mean, I wouldn't have put that together now. That's we were me. on the I, same ship going to the same meetings. <laughs> I still somewhere have my little booklet from one of the first like get-togethers with there the Vanguard go. drawn on the front, yep. like yellow header right? footer. <laughs> yep. Oh, my God. I'm so happy right Where now. Like, were we you, nerds? Where were y'all? Where were <laughs> This makes me so happy. Wow. That did was you remember it? that? Remember the yeah. author that did the nitpicker's guide to next generation? Yeah, yeah. Heck yeah. And he did the signing and like... A bunch of us kind yep. of like hung out with him the whole day or whatever. Yep. I have autographed copies of that book still upstairs yeah. somewhere. I love it. And I, I remember do you, I, th this was a big deal. We all went over to one of the people's houses over off of Rolling Hills. Yep. I think to it was watch, house. To watch freaking Red Dwarf. Yep. And then somebody, and then, so there were these higher up officers in the chain who came in from out of town yeah. and it was a big deal. And so there was one of the captains or one of the admirals or whoever he was. And I was like legit sort of like not intimidated but like like an I, officer's I, really here yes there was this <laughs> weird like part of me the part of me that is so in the the, the part of the the art the, the role player yeah, in me yeah. growing up role playing D, &D and and etc and a thousand other role playing games with all my friends was coming out and i was like just sort of like i automatic i couldn't stop having this sort of real life respect for this guy even yeah. though it was just a club and a thing but he had this title and so and so i met him and he was like oh yeah you know and so they were introducing me to him and i for some reason out of the blue i thought i i, I wasn't consciously trying to impress this dude or whatever for why what what why would you but i so i i i, I found myself um spilling my guts to this guy and telling him my theory that you know um the Cardassians and the Bajorans are like the Israelians and the Israelis and the Palestinians uh, I mixed them up there and I almost created a new sci-fi genre Israelians also and, there's some audience that's gonna be like the Kardashians the Kardashians you know the Kardashians like Kim or uh, the the Kardashians and and then the Vulcans were the what were they I, I don't remember but I had all this stuff you know the Klingons you were Russians because yeah. that was the Cold War era stuff from the 60s 50s and 60. And so mm. I had all this stuff worked out that was a stupid, you know, <laughs> very on the nose, but certainly something that somebody's thought of, you know, since. And right. what I, I even knew who I, I said, the, I had my real world allegory for the Ferengi and the whoever the hell else. And it was like, oh, mm, oh mm -hmm. and then, but, but you know, like so they, they all, nodding they all the, humored me. And right. then, uh, right. And then, so, um, uh, Later on, one of the folks in the club was like, oh, yeah, you know, do you remember you telling the guy about your theory that the Bajorans are like, you know, blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, he was really impressed by that. 
And I thought, oh, I've made my right, right, right. So I just wow. sort of leveled I, up in my own head. I just sort of like, <laughs> I was like, the rest of it, I was like, mm, you know, as my chest out. Cool and I was like, yeah. I have a story. About I know what that I'm talking night. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's Neither, hear it. Let's hear it. Not, my friend and I didn't have any money, right? So like, and every and we know everybody's dressing up. And so I had like the fake skin stuff to make Vulcan ears. Like I just had like tips of Vulcan ears. That was right. all I had and like maybe something for eyebrows. Mm. We go to pick my friend up and he walks out. He ended up becoming a computer programmer or whatever, but sure. he walks out and had made like black sweats, top and bottom, and oh, no. made a Borg suit yes. and had a yes. working LED light. He could press a button and like a little laser thing would like shoot out of this thing he'd made over his face. That's it was awesome. the coolest. Yeah. Like so, I mean, yeah. it, like yeah. this has to be what, 94 yep. or something? You know, the, like, I mean, so... Heather, the very first thing I'm going to do when I get my time machine is go back in time and make sure that guy gets laid that night. <laughs> Not by me. <laughs> no, no, no. But by somebody, for God's sakes. That's right. freaking <laughs> awesome. That's just awesome. so cool. That's like, just so rad. To cobble together out of pieces of computer yeah. parts. He had, you know, because we all yeah. had stuff we'd dial into the BBS and play right. trade wars, right? Or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. he just had carcasses of computers around and used all right. that stuff to make a thing. And wow. it was super cool. It made sounds like he had a speaker over one ear. It's like part of it. It was, I mean, I'm sure if you look at a photo, you're like, uh, somebody taped a bunch of computer parts to their yeah. body. But I just remember walking yes. out and I was like, He's a real Borg. <laughs> that really, see, that's awesome. That's it was so, so cool. Rad. I like <clears throat> This pleases me no end that there's somebody else in the world that was there that night because in my head is this like wow. glorious one night Dude. event. It's like the concert in SLC Punk, right? Like when they're playing upstairs and then the ropers break in or whatever. It's just this like this moment. No ropers <laughs> broke into our Star Trek party. Um, <laughs> oh, not even a. We Romulan. would have sicked our Borg on them if they had. We right. would have sicked our yeah. Borg on them. We had our own. Would have assimilated all of them. Yep. Um, yep. Speaking of, have you watched Picard at all? Yeah, I watched the first episode because it's free. I don't subscribe to CBS because the hell with network TV. I haven't I had. I split it with a couple friends. So yeah, no, 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 watch no, it, no, no I don't doubt. I don't blame you. I, they almost hooked me in. I must see. I, I think I'm so cool because you know we had had free time. Had, come over. We'll have a watch party because it is so good, and I'm actually yeah, behind yeah, yeah. right now. It Let's is go. amazing. Let's do it. It's fantastic. I'm a hypocrite when it comes to that sort of subscription-based stuff because we stopped cable back in 1999 oh, yeah, and never looked back. Yeah, and then the internet happened bigger, more right, more bigly mm-hmm. than it had, um, and so we just rode that. And then, but yeah, um, you know, so to so I have this sort of like I'm I'm a little snobby and snooty when it comes to. Ugh, ABC, oof, CBS, uh. but then you know Disney comes out like, oh you know, yeah, I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. oh my god, sign me up now, sign it's me up, so I want to see and the, the Mandalorian. CBS is like, I can get that over a digital antenna, yeah, yeah, yeah. But CBS isn't giving it to me on free right. television. You're right. making me pay money for this thing, uh, yeah. But it, like, one of my friends texted me, he's like, so what right. do you guys think about watching the show? I was like, I don't know, I don't know right. if I can bring myself to pay that amount. He's like, well, what if we all paid one month? Because it runs, mm. his brother writes in television and he like yeah, right knows on. when all the stuff is happening. He's like, it runs for these three months. I'll pay, you pay. Right. The other guy will pay. I was like, okay, we can mm. do it. So I sign up for it and I get a text back. It's like, you didn't upgrade to the no commercial package. I was like, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> no. It's like, I guess I'll upgrade now that I watched that whole episode with commercials. Jerk. Right. Yeah. See? That's part he doesn't of the, listen to the show, know, so I can say it, what yeah. I want. Wow. It's like, and every time you get on YouTube, it's like, no, YouTube, I'm going to keep it real with you. I don't. I don't want YouTube Red. I don't want to subscribe to YouTube Music. I don't want to. Sorry, I'm gonna keep bought, it real. Uh, 
because you brought this up. I have bought the season one and season two of Cobra Kai. <laughs> yes, one of my I dudes. I won't subscribe to YouTube, but I'll yeah. buy that. It is. One of my favorite dudes swears by it. He's he's the same. He One of the best shows yeah. on television. Good. Maybe ever. Good. And it's, hmm. I would argue it's probably the best like kind of like throwback show uh, type thing. Yeah. It just, it, it happens it. to be on YouTube. It yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's, I haven't watched it yet. Notice you've never heard about any other YouTube Red show. <laughs> Only yeah, yeah, Cobra yeah. Guy. Yeah, you're right. Uh, yep. You're yeah. right. Yeah. But it's amazing. Wow. It also has one of the best high school fight scenes. Mm-hmm. The, the final episode of the final season is like all over a high I'm school. Sold. And it's incredible. I'm sold. It's incredible. It's one of the best fight scenes. I mean, like, I would put it up with the Daredevil hallway fight scene. <laughs> I'm not bold kidding. Talk. That's it's not bold as like graphically talk, violent, obviously. No, no, sure. But it's choreographed beautifully. And Good. if I remember correctly, it's a one camera take. Yeah. It's right incredible. Wasn't that one of the impressive things about the original movie was that that very last scene, I remember being stunned and all of my dudes were the same the next day at school mm-hmm. talking about it, that they didn't do the stupid slow-mo, you know, they didn't do any special, just bam, he just kicks his ass. Yeah, it's just a I fight. I loved that. Yeah. It was like, y'all got, ball. y'all, that's awesome, yep. man. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that's this is That's how I imagine awesome. I would fight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was a skinny kid once too. Yeah. <laughs> There's my no name's way. Daniel. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. But I've, but as an '80s kid, I have to tell y'all, I vividly remember we were so impressed when we went to see Karate Kid Two in the theater. By God, and it, it starts with it the starts, end. It kicks off yes. right yeah. after. Kicks off pun intended. Right where the first one left off. Although that back was then you had to wait like nine years awesome. for a sequel to come yeah. out. So right. it's like, yeah. uh, right. Ralph Macchio went from being 28 to 35 in between yeah. those movies. Right. Yeah, but still right. looked 17. <laughs> I right. know, right? Right. Right. Him and Michael J. Fox. So back when, here we go, back around, when Hannah was 17, mm-hmm. she Which was... Which like last week. I don't right? think she's yeah. <laughs> She's pretty young, I think. You know, she's 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 young, but she's yeah. 22 or 23 no, I, I or 20, whatever now. Because so back, well, no, and of course, but yeah, yeah. the, the, yeah, um, youth is wasted on the young. Take that, <laughs> kids. That was but, our wisdoms. <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, I, I vividly remember the first time I met her was that very first, um, New Year's Eve that we had at the mm-hmm, arcade right. in 2012. Oh, that's over the story. We into were 2013. Right. That's the story. <laughs> I'm back. Back to Blue Clue. And 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 mm-hmm. she was there with you know five or six other high school people, and they right. were all hanging out among a dozen other couple of other people. And I just remember it just it, it, it touched me because she she for, for whatever reason she scoped out that we were the owners, and she stopped. She and she said, "Hey," I said, "Yeah, hey, you guys having a good time or whatever? Did you guys have a good night tonight?" She said, "Yeah, we had a blast." She said, "I just wanted to." This is so thoughtful. She said, "I just wanted to." to let you know that I really appreciate you guys being the one place in town that was open on New Year's that that our parents knew it was safe for us to go to. Yeah, that's awesome. Wow. Mm-hmm. And I thought, what a freaking it doesn't exist. thoughtful right. yeah. high schooler, no, high that's school true. kid. Well, that I think also, she was a senior. She that also a junior, doesn't exist as a thoughtful <laughs> high school kid. <laughs> They're thoughtful. They're right? just thoughts are leaning and wandering in other directions. I, mm-hmm. you know? no, but yeah. uh, but no, a thoughtful right, right. high school kid, like yeah. that's a rarity. But also, to your point, like well, at least for... Well, all three of us growing up, mm-hmm. we had Clunk Music Hall, or we like we had right. a place where you could yeah. go at night. That's right. Dark room, do something clunk. till like you know eleven o'clock or whatever, mm-hmm. and it was like it was a place that you could hang out pretty legitimately, right? right. Like, and it, and nobody now, was getting in fights. Nobody was getting right. freaking their throat yep. slit. Nobody was getting yeah. you know, and you didn't have yeah. to be eighteen or twenty one, and it was right. a relatively safe environment. Mm-hmm. And it, right. Yeah. Although I almost was, did get 
the crap kicked out of me at Studio 225 one night, but that's another story. I don't story. know where Studio 225 was. <laughs> that was back when I was in, that was back in the way 90s. That was like gotcha. over back by Powerhouse Seafood. It was oh, this okay. little garage place. It burned down. We think that they burned it down for insurance. They burned it. <laughs> yeah. But that was the venue. That was the place. But it was down, you know, yeah, it was back in the uh We were driving somewhere. Day. The uh, a restaurant that had been open for a long time. I was like, Sierra, and it caught on fire. And he was like, mm, insurance money, the number one accelerant to fires yeah. or something like <laughs> right? that. Yeah. It was like, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. well, that yeah. year. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, but I, like the, what, what was cool to me about the retro arcade was mm-hmm. somehow, like I had just discovered that they, ex- that some other places had something like that. Mm. And I was happened to be in Springfield training for a job. Oh, yeah, and I yeah, yeah. like walk forever trying to yeah. find this place. And I finally walk by and they're closed. Like they're only open uh, three days a week or something. That's oh. right. I remember that about and, them. Uh, yeah. So I'm looking 19, through the window. 1984. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I'm looking through the window and I'm just like this kid. Like, you mm-hmm. know, it's like free Willie. I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. like yeah. looking through the glass. And then I get back here and not that long after... Or maybe like almost right then, I discovered that we have our own, you know, retro arcade, and which also is very confusing. I never say the name of it's Arcadia Retrocade is the actual name of it's the the full name. But who yeah. calls you by your full name? Only your mother when you're in trouble <laughs> right, or right, whatever. Yeah. But yes, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just like this is. It's so cool that somebody took the leap of faith to to provide that because Fayetteville mm-hmm. is kind of a bubble size of like, it mm-hmm. might be able to take it or it might not. Right. right. Um, and then I think it's cool based on everything you've said that the response has been that yeah, overwhelming. Yeah. We hopefully have as like a population earned the right to have something as cool as that here. Right. Like Day by one. showing mm-hmm. up and being they once. Yeah. yeah. It's um, overwhelmingly supportive. This mm-hmm. community. Yeah. That's, that's the, the people that come and, pass over there five bucks that and if you it's, haven't it's been a freaking like, bargain oh i mean yeah yeah it's a think great so? deal for the the price even yeah. in the 90s i spent more than five dollars going oh, to the right, arcade right. you know how many games of pool i've ruined for less or mm. for more oh so, yeah yeah but but i think like the you <laughs> know wasn't any good. it hits that no, no, sweet sure. spot of like <laughs> board games and like we're kind of seeking being around other people and we're mm-hmm. kind of seeking that social environment experience because there aren't yeah. as many options for it, I think. And and it also hits a nostalgia factor there as well, which you've done an amazing job of just even like oh, the thanks, decor yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And Terry's art is incredible. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Um, but yeah. I think, yeah, it just hits a bunch of sweet spots and you just feel like to your point of that first day where it comes in, everybody's having a great time. Like how can you not? Yeah. Right. Like, you know, I mean, the only thing that happens bad in an arcade is if like there's a bad guy chasing you through the arcade because your son is gonna save the future or something. But like, <laughs> but in real life, arcades are only places where good things happen. Right. Like, uh, well, I think that it's you go to a place like that and you know you're gonna have something in common, even if it's a younger person or someone older than you. You're there for a reason. Don't Just go like, where my wife goes. She well, will bully you well, off the Tetris we machine. Won't. She loves Tetris. <laughs> I watched her one day and she's like, this kid wants to play. She's like, hold on. I'm getting a high score. Yeah. <laughs> she's you, like, really care? Yeah. her initials oh, yeah. UTT. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll edit yep, that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, oh. I should have just went with the, the original thought. <laughs> she likes you more than me anyway. It's <laughs> fine. <laughs> I was just going with the names that people put in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, and then, like, what's the... 
I happen to have seen the other, like, when are we expanding into the other side? Is that something that's going to happen or so is that just a holding facility? It is happening super soon. I'll, I'll be really KG uh, about it. optimistic. Now, well, once I missed the deadline for the fourth or fifth time or whatever, I just yeah. stopped having a deadline. <laughs> just don't tell people anymore. <clears throat> By the way, right. the new sign looks amazing. The new sign does look pretty awesome. It's so it? yeah. cool. Yeah. Well, so that was us trying to please our new landlord. And honestly, we really did need one. And the old one had finally, just at the right time that we were negotiating it to get a new one, the old sign just literally fell apart. Right. So that all works out and it does look slick and uh, not something that I had the extra spare change for, but that's fine. Yeah. It, all it works looks out. super cool though. It does look pretty good, doesn't it? And then, so since it's he's remodeling and re-renovating, renovating everything else it's it's gonna jive and it's gonna pay off and and it'll 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 be worth it once we do get open i i i guess i'll have to put it back in the context that i had already framed everything else in the opening of the arcade so you know my wife died in august of right at the end of august of, of of 2015 barely two months after we rented that space so everything in my life went out the way i mean we were 17 years together right. and she was everything to me. And so essentially I just completely derailed. I've been, my whole life went off the rails and as, as happens with that sort of um, life altering event. And, you know, it's been a really, 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 really slow slog of a climb getting back to any sort of functionality and trying to get, open next door on top of that we're nerds and we keep buying games so right so since 2015 one time. We, the, the collection keeps growing and growing mm-hmm, and yeah. we've finally gotten to the point where we're not buying games anymore in fact we're extracting a few from storage right and just about filled out to where just never open can, it and let it become a myth it's already sort Private of at that climb. status. No, that's what I'm saying. So I mean, we're not that I, far away from like a Goonies level. Like, yeah, there's yeah, yeah. pirate treasure behind this door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's how the because the secret entrance is blocked by. Excuse I know. Me, working Every time I go in there, I'm in like, the, oh, <laughs> I can see the top. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it'll be a good. Uh, it's a good tease, but it'll be really of that much more value once we once we finally get the rest of the collection sorted out right it's 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 no, um no longer a question of construction and renovation and such we finished that yeah two years ago three years ago um finally got everything wrapped up and tied up and eyes dotted and t's crossed with the city yeah um right before the holidays this past year so surprise that's that that finally got all wrapped up it, t- big, it, it took so damn long hurdle. well it took so damn long our, our permit expired etc yeah. i mean it was just yeah you name it it happened and then see when when my wife died my clock just broke I right, don't, I don't right. Measure, it's like when the when the bomb dropped on Hiroshima and the clock that stopped yeah, at the just exact freezes. second yeah. it just that's what happened in my uh, How would it soul not? and yeah. my central mm-hmm. operating system and so to be, so everyone says oh my god you idiot it's been four years why don't you get the thing up and to me it's just like it was six weeks ago it was right. just like it was two months ago so long story short again it, it, it it'll be worth it once it op- once we are ready to open um uh, i think that's coming soonish mm-hmm. <laughs> fingers um, crossed right be kind of cool to get open sometime this summer or whatever um that's how much progress we're we're making on the on the collection but uh yeah if i had if if we had at the arcade 
two or three more technicians working not maybe not full time but working right. around around mm -hmm. the clock on whatever given days we'd still have work to spare we'd still have work uh, needing done yeah but um so and, and i'll rephrase it for listeners another way to put it it doesn't do me any good to open tomorrow if 30 of the games 30 of the 70 are, games right. in there are dead right and, you know that's going to be just a bit of a let that's down. actually probably the biggest challenge is yes yeah. oh yeah you oh, don't want to walk in and see your favorite machine down and then right. the next favorite machine is down that's and right right yeah that's right but just because of this overwhelming support from your listeners from this right. community from people around here who appreciate what it is that we do we've been able to build such a freaking yeah you know badass collection it's it's an incredible collection it's and it's going to be that much more i mean what we so once we get the second wing open um i think once we call it level two once we get level two open i think we're going to top the collection out at 200 games that's, mm. insane. that's, that's crazy that's right? Holy crap. That's, right yeah really that's bigger than any yeah. arcade that was ever yep. in town oh yeah i yeah. mean that's a huge arcade i yeah. think even if you're anywhere but like a chicago sized city right exactly. like even that would be big right um, right for the era of wow. arcades yep for sure yep That's, we think so yeah we, we we think we'll probably be one of the top 10 arcades in the country once we once we finally get the rest of the collection sorted out i, would, level I two. would think so get yeah too open yeah that alameda if you ever have a chance it's just mm -hmm. pinball machines yeah right and See, it's from like 1930 geez. and you can you I can't play it. 1930, but I think you can play starting in 1940 or 1950. Right, right. All the way to, to the newest machine was like 2017, sure. like an Avengers Iron Man or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, right, But you just right, play right. like mm -hmm. air, oh, cool. through errors, and it's like a $20 cover, but it's San Francisco, That's awesome. so whatever, mm -hmm. right? And, yeah, and but it's yeah. unlimited play for the whole day. Right. Same as you. Right. Um, and a lot of these machines are on loan and you walk into like the 1970s mm -hmm. and the whole room is about art because it was actually done on real glass and it was like painted from behind <laughs> yeah, or whatever. And right. It's this whole like display mm. and you're playing these like five, three or five machines in this room. Mm -hmm. It was a really, really cool experience. Yeah. It's yeah. A, yeah it's, I, I think that's the thing that maybe like as I'm older, I'm more able to appreciate it, is the art that went into the design and creation yeah. of an arcade machine right because right. as a kid oh, yeah. you're just like oh, i'm smashing buttons and playing street fighter right right <laughs> tekken 2 and then you yeah, go yeah. back and look and you're like there's something there's an elegance to mm -hmm. a lot of these games that you mm -hmm. don't think about at the time the design you know? is just amazing it is no different to me as a well-rounded nerd and all of these other aspects of uh realizing or sort of appreciating digesting all of the world building that Frank Herbert or one of your yes. favorite or Tolkien or some of yeah. these guys put into their novels as Jack Kirby did in all of his artwork and all of these guys that we grew up reading their comics it there that the creative process that went into that they these those guys gave it their all mm -hmm. these guys who designed these games and quite a few of them are still around yeah. fortunately it's yeah. a trip it's a real trip to uh, to know that and to hear some interviews with them and you know Larry's interviewed some of these guys on his podcast it's wow nuts yeah. that the programming that went into some of these things and it really there's a lot of art in there there's there's so much americana in the the, the the just the body of these machines just the presence of them they're so big and they're shaped so uniquely and interestingly and mm -hmm. the, the there's a lot of what, what would you call it sort of 
like like like, like the pinball art. It is just yeah. it's very. I mean, it's like it's iconic um, in a way, right? Like it's mm-hmm. absolutely iconic, and it's just unmistakable. Maybe is a good way to put it. You know, it's like a few years ago. I remember I got Larry a book of VHS cover art. Yeah, yeah. Um, because it's just so obnoxious and rad and crazy, <laughs> mm-hmm. and these horrible, horrible direct-to-video B movies that were so, but but they're so great and so endearing. Mm-hmm. But the so much more thought and creativity went into just painting these ridiculous yes. covers for these crappy movies. And not that these games are crappy; they're not. They're just they're mm-hmm. they're just so. But look at the um, art for an Atari. Sort of video game, dude. And then the right. game that you got, Flash and you Gordon, this, like, exactly right. Oil very, painting, sort of art primitive cover. games yeah. and yeah. gameplay, and because that's what the coding was, and, right? And yeah. then, okay, hey guys, um, you've got six weeks to knock this game out real quick. Um, by the way, we spent two million dollars licensing this ET thing, blah blah blah. Just listen to that podcast right. episode wow. from Ninety Nine Percent Visible, and that guy, like, there we I go, right? Them. Yeah, and he like makes polyphonic sound happen to get the mm-hmm. theme. Like he's doing all this right. cool stuff. Right. And he just doesn't have time. Yeah. He just doesn't have time. Right. Yeah. So, 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 so not only do you occasionally not get appreciation for this sort of stuff, we've seen this change, I think in, in, you know, comic industry and film industry with like, you know, stunt man, stunt men or stunt people, right. Uh, visual effects artists and stuff, people who, previously didn't get a whole lot of credit for a lot of these iconic creations. Mm -hmm. They're now kind of starting to get a little more uh, platitude and credit for how freaking awesome their contributions to our pop culture have been. And the same with some of these game developers, game designers, some of the artists. That's what I was sort of getting at with these VHS art books and stuff like that is that, um, I mean, there it, it's it's no less prolific and no less impactful the body of work of some of these guys who do these back glass paintings and side right. art stencil work and stuff that um that really as you said became just iconic it's mm-hmm. you recognize it instantly this sort of art deco looking yeah. um it's just very americana very um very attractive just very it's unmistakable unmistakably arcade art it's right. just it's well, just such it's a, a visual cool... landmark of a time yeah, right like yeah, yeah, you right. know where you are in time right. when you see that thing right mm-hmm. right and i think that is among the things that is really really satisfying going to work at the arcade every day is that um that's what people are whether they know it or not experiencing when they step into step foot into the set foot into the place is that they're sort of um, giving themselves permission to dial it back and step into a time machine and just kind of lose themselves a little bit. Yeah. And re- and in the case of those of us who grew up in and around the era, allow themselves permission to just sort of feel like a kid again. For the kids, it's, it's, it's a chance to experience a venue of game. Everybody games, everybody does all the mm-hmm. stuff nowadays mm-hmm. with all the technology and everything. It's fantastic, whatever, I love it. But this particular venue for gaming it would otherwise be lost on an entire generation, but for the fact that we can bring it back now, we yeah. can bring it back. Mm-hmm. It it hasn't. It's not too late now. It's not too. Um, it's not so old or so gone or so um, uh, past its expiration date mm-hmm. that people don't enjoy it. They freaking absolutely yeah. still enjoy it. They eat it up, and I really love that. Yeah, makes my day every day. Well, when you're not looking in the mirror, you're perpetually like 20, right? Like, yep. I mean, you mentally think of yourself as this like period yeah. of time. And when right. you walk into a place like that, 
you actually get to be that age for yeah. that period of time right. again. Like yeah. reality and your mental image of yourself blend back together for a moment. Right. And now on top of that, add the extra added um, powerful. Back bar. Well, that's, oh. I was, I was going to suggest a different kind of chemical reaction right. when you bring your own child yes. into the yeah. place and suddenly you're seeing your child reliving and doing the same sort of awesome, silly, fun, stupid, uh, video gamey stuff that yeah. you and your guys you get to see it through your kids. Were, it's like yeah. Christmas kind of loses its luster for a little while and then you get kids in the picture right. and it's like, Oh, we're back. Like, right. yep. it's fun right. and cool and exciting yep. again. Like, yep. yeah. Yep. I, uh, um, Unfortunately, you're going to have to go pick up your puppy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But yeah. we like to finish mm. with Aaron starting a sentence mm. and you finish it. Done. There's no wrong answer. Right. Great. You just say whatever comes to mind. All mm -hmm. right. They don't know what they're getting themselves into here. We never do. Well, it's always extremely no, it's scary. it's always good, though. Yeah. But you want to hold hands? No. Okay. I yeah. am. Right. So, <laughs> hey, thanks, by the way. Thanks for coming and hanging well, out yeah, with us. I appreciate the invite. It's I, obviously I could talk about this stuff all night long and yeah. appreciate your listeners for no, that's putting the, up with the that. The sad thing is like there's like another four hours of conversation <laughs> here. Well, and I, I I might humbly suggest we do a part two one of these nights when mm -hmm. you guys have completely exhausted every other <laughs> actu actually interesting we person. Go experience. <laughs> Arcadia, <laughs> right? Uh, That'd be we, fun. That'd yeah, be fun. Go hang out and no, take some yeah. photos, and yeah, yeah. Uh, and we still yeah. have to do what was the thing we were going to watch? Picard. Yeah, yeah. We still yeah, have to. Yeah, I'm yeah, down. Yeah. I'm down. Um, um, what we really need to do the thing where we do the cookout in the park and just invite all the guests back because yeah. like so many people, everybody we talk to is just the coolest person to hang mm -hmm. out with. You're like, will you guys just hang out with me in a park and have like? <laughs> so bring him, bring him to my place, and I will provide the entertainment, the party room, and hell, I'll even cater. And we'll provide. We'll food get some and drinks. And we'll no, 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 I'll do that. I'll, I got you. I, I got you. <gasps> yeah, we have plans. Okay, so we'll talk impose back to that. I was just thinking. There's that a same really good idea. Thing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna impose my vegetarian lifestyle on. Them, whether they know it, or I probably not. need a vegetarian. I'll eat vegetable. Let's go. I've Bring seen it. a vegetable. I very much know what it is. <laughs> yeah, I know they exist. I've seen. You've got to know to avoid poison ivy, yep. broccoli. Uh, yeah. <laughs> not vegetation, sir. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, right. My daughter so, yeah. was a vegetarian for a little while until she realized cheese pizza doesn't <laughs> count as like a good diet. <laughs> you can fib a little bit. Um, yeah. Okay, you ready? All right, ready. Hit it. Hit it. And I wish I could. Recite every Berenstain Bears book ever written from memory. For real. Well, yeah. that's a first. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so yeah, much for amazing. coming and hanging out sure. with us. This yeah. has Thank been you guys. an absolute Thank delight. You yeah, mutual. And, absolutely uh, mutual. Thanks, listeners, etc. There are some very good ideas this. here that I'm dead yep. serious about, actually. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did awesome. I do it right? Hey, listeners, did I do it right? Is it Berenstain Bears or Berenstain Bears? I listened to a video today that talked Something about it. Something to... Anyway, leave yeah, you with a cliffhanger. Look What I Did is produced by Aaron Dotson and Daniel Quinn. Sound designed by Daniel Quinn. Our digital director is Heather Cullen.